Hi, I'm Casey Starlong, and welcome to Loving God More Than Food. As a former compulsive overeater, I know what it's like to feel imprisoned to your appetite. As Christians, we've received freedom from all bondages. So if you struggle with managing your food portions or just exhibiting self-control around food, then this podcast is for you. Now get ready to love God more than food. Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl, Casey Starlong, and I'm so glad that you have joined me for another podcast of Loving God More Than Food. So I understand some of you all may be listening to the audio version, and then some of y'all may actually be seeing this video version. I just want to welcome you. I'm so excited that God has led you here to this teaching. So what I try to do is I share just words, just inspirations that the Lord has placed on my heart to help myself and to help you have a healthier relationship with God and with food. So today we're gonna be talking about embracing the discomfort. That's right, embracing the pain. And I think that it's really important for us to understand that anytime we make a decision to change our lifestyle, to change our routine, to change our habits, there is some pain involved. And perhaps you have been like me, where you have been resistant to change in the past because you knew that it was going to hurt. So I just want to reaffirm, I want to reassure you, you know, that I mean, I think because. A lot of people may not mention, you know, when you go meet with a personal trainer or when you meet with a dietitian or a nutritionist, they give us, you know, all of these things to do. But people don't talk about the emotional pain or just the the physical pain that does exist. And so we're going to talk about it. And we're also going to talk about it from a biblical perspective. But yeah, y'all, Anytime we make any types of changes in our life, it's going to hurt. And I think also one of the reasons why God has placed this on my heart is, is that many of us, we fail to see deliverance. We fail to see the fruit. We fail to cross the finish line because we don't want to hurt. We don't want to uh, experience pain. But anytime there is any type of change in our life, y'all, it's going to hurt. But the good news is that the pain is temporary and we have the Holy Spirit. We have the power of God that allows us to be able to do whatever it is that we need to do in life. And we know that it's the will of God for us to have a healthy relationship with him and with food, to not be dealing with compulsive overeating, to not be in food addictive behaviors. So this morning I went to the gym. And the gym that I go to, it's called Orange Theory Fitness. It's a national, international uh, fitness facility throughout the world. And one of the great things about Orange Theory Fitness is, I mean, maybe I need to do a whole podcast about my love for Orange Theory Fitness. But one of the great things about Orange Theory Fitness is, is that the workouts are the same throughout the world. So The workout that I experienced today in St. Louis, it's the same workout that they're doing in Australia. So there's a community, an online community where we kind of compare notes and talk about the workout, which is a lot of fun. The next thing I like about the workout is, is that they tell me what to do. 
So I don't have to think about it because if I'm honest with myself, if it's up to me to work out, once I encounter pain, I'm going to stop. So when I have like my individual workouts, like if I were to go to Planet Fitness, a lot of times, y'all, once I hit that wall, I would just stop. I'd be like, mm, I had a workout today. I'm done. But the great thing about Orange Theory Fitness is that you have coaches, you're in a group setting, and you don't want to quit because if you quit, you know, everybody would see you quit. So I find myself really pushing myself to have a good workout. And also there's all this technology where you can see your heart rate. There's a recommended number of what they call splat points for you to achieve. So it really keeps me going. But another thing that really helps me stay accountable at Orange Theory Fitness is they have something where you are supposed to reserve your workout before you go in, you check in. And if for some reason you need to cancel and it is like um, within like an eight hour span, you can cancel. But if you cancel and it's like seven hours before your workout, then you get charged a $12 cancellation fee. So last night I booked my reservation to work out at the gym at 4.55. So I, so I went to work out today at 4.55. But I, I instead of going straight to sleep, y'all, I stayed up watching old reruns of Project Runway. So I didn't go to sleep till about 11. So I came up with this idea. I said, you know what? I'm going to cancel my gym reservation and I'll just go later. And how many of you all know that going later oftentimes does not happen? And so, but as I went to my phone to cancel my reservation, I was, not, I was no longer within that eight hour cancellation period. So if I were to cancel, I would have to pay a $12 cancellation fee. And one of the things about Orange Theory is that to me, it's very expensive and I don't want to give them any more money. So, so I couldn't cancel. I said, well, you know what? You stayed up late. You're gonna have to embrace the pain because you're going to be tired when you wake up in the morning. And so, but you're gonna go to the gym. Cause I'm not, I'm not paying $12. So alarm went off this morning. Body is tired. I mean, I, I think it's natural. Our flesh always wants to sleep. Our flesh always will crave doing what is easy. What, what keeps the flesh comfortable. But this morning I had to get up and say, you know what flesh, I'm not going to listen to you. I am going to go to the gym. So hop up, brush my teeth, wash my face, throw on clothes. And all this time, like my flesh is crying. It's, it's, you know, it's early. It's still dark outside. You should go back to sleep. Just pay the $12. My flesh is whining, whining, whining. But, you know, I had to just put that flesh on mute and just keep going. And so I'm just encouraging you that, yes, we got to embrace the discomfort, that there is pain when we make the decision that we want to begin to work out. I remember talking to my mom and my mom has said repeatedly that, you know, I don't want to hurt when she thinks about working out. She's like, I know it's going to hurt. And I think that a lot of times the enemy will use the fear of pain to serve as a stronghold. And that serves as a stopping point before we can even get started. But we got to embrace the temporary discomfort to reap the harvest that God has for us. That on the other side of that temporary pain, 
is beauty. It's a blessing. We know that God has called us to be stewards of our bodies. And so we don't want to allow a spirit of fear to stop us from moving forward. So same thing with eating, right? That um, when I, and I have shared, you know, through this ministry that, you know, God has been very specific about there being particular foods for me to eat in this season and foods for me to refrain from. And just about every day, I have to tell myself no, because my flesh would love chips and, you know, carbs and, you know, sweet cookies. Um, and so it's painful, right? It, it's, dis, it's, it's discomforting to, you know, deny the flesh. But every time we deny our flesh, every time we obey God, our spirit man is getting stronger and stronger. So whatever the enemy is trying to throw your way, whatever it is that you feel that's difficult, that prevents you from moving forward to having a healthier relationship with God and food, I want to just encourage you to just persevere, just keep moving forward, okay? And as believers, we really need to learn to embrace a lifestyle of denying our flesh. Now, I know we live in a world where, especially right now, you know, um, what is it? Self-care is really big. And, you know, we live in a, in a world where everybody is like, you know, we'll just do what you want to do. And if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. You know, take care of you which is really kind of counterintuitive to what the word of God says, that yes, we definitely want to care for ourselves, but um, not to the point where we are just completely listening to our flesh and to our feelings and not obeying God. Because essentially when we do that, we're not, we're not taking care of ourselves. So we want to be led by the spirit. Romans chapter eight, it talks about that when we live by the spirit, when we move by the spirit, that is life giving. But when we uh, heed directions, when we are always listening to the flesh, that leads to death. So self-care, taking care of yourself is really slowing down and being led by the spirit. So this morning, you know, even though my flesh was screaming, go back to bed, go back to bed, it's dark outside, go back to bed, you know, the workout's going to be really, really hard. You know, I had to put that on mute and listen to the Holy Spirit. And one of the things that the Holy Spirit has put in my heart and has given me great peace is God is like, hey, when you take care of your body, this is a form, this is a way of you honoring and worshiping me. That when you are being a good steward, <laughs> of what you put in your body and how you take care of your body. This is a way, this is a, a, a form of worshiping me. And so I had to put that flesh on you and just say, you know what? I'm going to honor God. I'm going to be a good steward. You know, I'm going to be disciplined. I'm going to be committed. This is a day that I go work out and I'm going to go work out. So living a self, living a spirit controlled life is a life y'all of denial. And as believers, we're called to be led by the spirit. And so I think that it's really important for us to kind of reprogram our minds. And that's why this is targeted to believers, because the world tells you to, and the world tells me, girl, just live how you feel. Eat what you want, girl, YOLO. <laughs> but, you know, living a spirit controlled life is a life of denial where we are constantly saying no to the things of this world and yes to Jesus. And we have Jesus as a great example. 
Y'all remember in the Garden of Gethsemane, right, where Jesus is like, okay, God, not my will, but your will. And for some of you, God has been very specific about how you should be taking care of your bodies in this season. God has been very specific about what types of foods you need to, to put in your body. God's been very specific about, hey, you need to refrain from these activities in this season. God has been very specific. And it's time for you to embrace the discomfort. It's time for you to say, okay, God, not my will, but your will. God, help me. I'm inviting you in, God, to help me live a spirit-controlled life, especially when it comes to my decisions, especially when it comes to my appetite, especially when it comes to the cravings of my flesh. God, I'm inviting you in to help me. And I think one of the most important things that we need to understand is that God's waiting for an invitation. This is not something, um, when it comes to changing our appetites and being able to do it consistently and permanently where it becomes a life change, that this is not something that we want to do just out of our self-will, but we need the power of the Holy Ghost. And anytime God begins to lay on your heart about changing something, it's not that he's saying, okay, change it and you figure it out by yourself. But he's like, I, I want you to change it and I'm here to help you. And I believe that if God has led you to watch this broadcast or to listen to this podcast, it's because he's speaking to your heart about having a healthier relationship with him and with food. So living a, a, a spirit controlled life, y'all, it's, it's going to require, you know, some change. It's going to require some temporary discomfort, but God is with you. God will not leave you. Whatever he is calling you to do, he'll give you the grace. Now, it's important to be disciplined. And I heard Pastor Mike Todd of Transformation Church talk about this, and I'm just going to paraphrase it in the way how I received it. A lot of times we're waiting for the feeling to fall upon us. Well, God, I'll eat healthy when you take away the cravings for the potato chips or when you take away that craving for fried chicken, God, I'm going to go vegan or I'm going to go vegetarian. But could it be that God is calling you to make the decision, that God is calling you to be diligent, that God is calling you to deny yourself, that God is calling you to embrace the discomfort. And as you are living a self-controlled, spirit-led life, there's the grace to walk in it. Last Yesterday, I had the opportunity to to share the message at, at my church, or my, at my church campus. And I talked about how that there have been seasons in my life where God supernaturally brought deliverance. He supernaturally delivered me from pornography. He supernaturally delivered me from alcoholism, supernaturally delivered me from some soul ties before I got married. But I believe in this season with this spirit of gluttony, it's almost like a test, y'all. And it's almost like a testing of the heart where God is like, look, I'm with you, Casey, but I want to see where your heart is. Will you make the decision to deny your flesh? Will you make the decision to be uncomfortable for my sake? My grace is with you. My strength is with you. But will you make the decision? Will you take the stand? And as you take the stand, I'm going to be with you. So this is not something that I'm just seeing like a supernatural move of God where I'm not craving the chips, where I'm not, you know, <laughs> desiring 
um, the other foods. Um, the cravings are not intense, but, you know, if I felt like, you know, God was like in this season, yeah, have at it, you know, eat whatever you want. I would eat it. I would eat it. But I also believe that in this season, God is like, you know what? Boundaries are good. Boundaries are good. And I'm with you in the boundaries. So, so we're talking about embracing the discomfort, embracing the pain, understanding that it's temporary. And I want to just give this analogy. So whenever you weight train, so if I'm trying to build my biceps, can't really see them, but if I'm trying to build my biceps, then I need to do exercises that are going to train that muscle, that I need to have some type of resistance on these biceps, that that's the only way that you build muscle is by having some resistance. And I know many people are like, man, I want to eat healthy. I want to start working out. It's just too hard. And I want to encourage you that the way how you get stronger and stronger, the way how you become more disciplined, more diligent with your eating and with your workout is to overcome the resistance. So this morning when that alarm went off and, you know, my natural inclination was to roll over and just eat that $12 cancellation fee, but I didn't, and I got up. So because of my decision to get up, I'm getting stronger and stronger, that there was resistance, <laughs> that there was resistance against me getting up, but I was able to overcome that resistance. So I'm getting stronger and stronger. Every time you obey God, when you obey God and you choose fruit instead of the ice cream, you are building that resistance. You're getting stronger and stronger. Every time you make the decision that, hey, I'm gonna go for a walk in my neighborhood instead of just sitting down, vegging in front of the TV with snacks, you are getting stronger and stronger. You're going against that resistance and you're building the muscle of your spirit, man. You're building the muscle of your spirit, man. And the more that we build the muscle of our spirit, man, the less discomfort we experience, the less pain we experience. And all too often, it gets hard in the beginning. And because it's hard, because it's painful, maybe because we haven't been warned that it was going to be difficult whenever we start implementing a new lifestyle, we quit, we give up, but no more, okay? We're gonna embrace the discomfort. We're gonna embrace the pain, understanding that it's temporary. And every time, Every time we face resistance and we plow through and we win, we're getting stronger and stronger, okay? So if you've fallen off the wagon, right, maybe there have been instances where you're like, look, I experienced that resistance, but I did not push through. I gave up. I went back to bed or I ate the whole gallon of ice cream. Guess what? God's grace is, is new every every morning, Zephaniah 3 and 17, right? I think that's Zephaniah 3 and 17. You know, brand new mercies each and every day. And God's days are not like ours. So if you need to just have a reset of new mercies at 3 p.m. or nine o'clock at night, whatever, reset. Just get back on the wagon. Don't stay down. So just a couple of takeaways, y'all, before we end this podcast today. Embrace the discomfort with a good attitude. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yes, it's going to feel uncomfortable. But you know what? Get you a saying. My saying is God is with me. As I was driving to the gym, and like I said, it was super dark. 
this morning and I'm still kind of sleepy and, you know, flesh mad because I didn't cave into it. I'm driving. Today is going to be the best day of my life. God, you are with me. God, you're giving me the strength to be able to work out today. Father, bless the trainers today. God, bless everybody that will be that I'll be working around today. You know, I begin to just confess and speak the word of God over my life because it was really important for me not to have my mind filled with, oh, this is going to be so hard. Oh, no. You know, I'm going to embrace the pain because it's temporary with a good attitude. I know God is with me. I know God is excited. And I want to let you know that God's excited about you. He's like, yes, she turned on this podcast. Podcast. Yes. He's thinking about better ways to have a healthier relationship with food and, and with me. God is cheering us on in heaven. He's excited about our willingness to get information, to get tools so that we can live a good spirit controlled life. So he's excited so we need to be excited as well. Understand this, y'all. Pain is temporary. It's temporary, right? The more we do it, the more that we discipline ourselves, the more continuous we are in making good choices with our foods, the drinking our water, you know, practicing healthy lifestyles, being accountable, establishing boundaries when needed with certain foods. The more we put those tools and mechanisms in place, it gets easier and easier to deny the flesh. What happens is, is that the voice of the flesh gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And really y'all, whatever we feed, that's the loudest. So as we continue to feed our spirit with the word of God, as we continue to meditate on the word of God, our spirit man is getting stronger and stronger. And yes, even when it comes to eating, because a lot of times the enemy would be like, it don't take all that. You know, why you need to read the Bible when it comes to eating or having a healthier lifestyle? The Bible is our basic instruction for living everyday life. So yes, even when it comes to our food, our eating, our health, our fitness, the Bible can serve as our guidebook. So yes, we want to develop and strengthen our inner man. Last takeaway is yeah, you're going to encounter warfare. Anytime you make a decision that, hey, I'm going to live for Christ. I'm going to live a spirit controlled life where I am not led by my emotions. I am not led by my sinful cravings. The devil is going to try to fight and to stop you. But I want to encourage you that Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross and when he rose, he rose with all power and authority. So he rose over, you know, with authority over every craving that you could ever have, every negative mindset that would have you think that you can't be healthy, that you can't release the, the weight. You know, all of that is underneath the, the feet of Jesus. OK, so the devil will try to make you think that you can't change, that it's going to be too hard. But all of those suggestions, vain imaginations, those are lies. You serve Jesus. Jesus is victorious. The power of Jesus Christ, if you are a believer, is on the inside of you. Okay, so the devil is underneath your feet. So you don't have to listen to him. And I just want to um, just encourage you that every vain thought, every imagination, every thought word that comes up that tries to exalt itself above the word of God, you pull that down and you say, you know what? That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. 
I don't receive that. No, God is with me. I have victory over every craving. I have victory over sugar. I have victory over laziness. I have victory. I'm walking with the power of God. God is with me. Whatever it is that you need to do to meditate on the word of God and to speak the word of God. So yeah, there's warfare. Yes, there is discomfort, but it's temporary and nothing is higher than the power of Jesus Christ. God is for you. He led you to this message to resonate in your heart that God is with you. So whatever decisions, whatever plan you are putting in place so you can live a healthy lifestyle and healthy relationship with God and food, God is proud of you. He's applauding you in heaven. He's like, I'm with you. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. So be encouraged. Embrace the discomfort. It's temporary, y'all. But God's peace, his presence, and his victory is eternal. So you guys, I'm closing out this podcast. I pray that it has blessed you and I will be back later with more information on how to love God more than food. See you next time. Hey guys, my new book, Loving God More Than Food, Overcoming the Bondages of Overeating, Cravings, and Poor Self-Control is now available on Amazon.com. Learn how to identify the triggers in your life that lead to overeating and poor self-control, destroy the bondages of gluttony, procrastination, and the lack of discipline to exercise, and receive healing and freedom to your soul through scripture and prayer that is included throughout the book. Now, I want to let you know that this book, I'm telling you, God anointed me to write this book. He called me to write this book. And I want to let you know that you don't have to go through fad diets, no more weight loss gimmicks and all of that crazy stuff. Loving God More Than Food is a book that God has anointed me to write for your breakthrough. So make sure you go to amazon.com, get the book, Loving God More Than Food by Casey Star Lung. Look, don't just get a book for yourself. Get a book for a friend as well. I know that this book will bless your life. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of Loving God More Than Food. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, be sure to share this podcast with your friends. This is Casey Starlong, and I'll talk with you next time.